It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Well, hello there and thank you for tuning in. Uh, My name's Chloe. I'm the host of the show and it's very cool to have you guys out there listening. I've spent a bit of time today looking at the stats on Spotify, on Google Podcast, on Apple, etc. to try and get some kind of idea if I should maybe be starting the show by saying good morning or afternoon or hello and welcome to the evening. Do you know if, if all of you were listening at a similar time of day, but but you're not. But it was a very interesting bit of time just looking at those stats. Did you know most of our Spotify listeners also listen to Drake? Yeah, Drake fans are big e-commerce master plan listeners. Who knew? Well, I did as of earlier. Now you all know too. But anyway, I'm starting to ramble. So let's get on with what I actually need to tell you about today. So first off, I have no interesting stuff for you today. Although if you do want to check out the interesting stuff we previously mentioned, then do head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash stuff for all of that. You can look at that at any time. Um, And I also wanted to say a big hello, a specific hello to everyone listening in the UAE, that's the United Arab Emirates, because we recently hit number two in the Apple Podcast Marketing Podcast chart in the UAE. So uh, so yeah, number two podcast. Thank you very much for that, those of you listening in the UAE. It's most appreciated because it totally made my day. So uh, so thank you for that. In today's episode, we're getting into the world of content marketing. We're going to be talking about the strategies that you need to think about, how to go about working out how to start, great ways to brief your team if you want to get into content. We're also talking about B2B e-commerce. It's been a while since we've had a B2B e-commerce business on the show. Um, so for all of you B2B listeners out there, those of you who use your e-commerce business to sell to other businesses, you're going to like this one. Um, for the rest of you who aren't, please do stay tuned because you're still going to pick up a lot of tips of things you can do in your B2C or D2C business in order to help grow that too. So lots on content, lots of cool advice too. The top tip section is particularly good. Uh, so before we get into the interview, do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform used by more than 30,000 e-commerce brands globally. In uncertain times, supporting your community and fostering relationships by being open and empathic is a strategy that will be appreciated and remembered far beyond today. One of the best channels to deliver these communications through is, and always will be, email. Email marketing is one of Klaviyo's foundational offerings, and when you leverage personalization driven by customer insight, you will create memorable marketing moments that cultivate lifelong relationships. Klaviyo truly understands how challenging it is for each and every business right now. Klaviyo is here to help brands communicate, engage, and foster relationships now and when all of this is just a distant memory. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. With SEMPRO Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels even when working remotely. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll get access to special discounts and save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Plus, for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. That includes being able to schedule package pickups and track shipments from departure to arrival. Go to pb.com 
Shopify.com forward slash masterplan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash M-A-S-T-E-R-P-L-A-N to experience savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes. And now to introduce today's special guest. Kayatan Vidjikowski is the head of content at PackHelp, a B2B e-commerce business selling bespoke packaging supplies to companies including H&M, Google, Wrangler, T-Mobile, and many, many more. They launched in 2016, now have over 16,000 customers and make over half a million boxes a quarter. Hello, Kayatan. Hello. Hi. Uh, hi, everyone. And hello, uh, Chloe. Nice to nice to meet you uh, over the podcast. Yes, it's very cool to have you too. You are our first ever Polish guest. Fantastic. Um, and, and I love a B2B e-commerce story as well. So I'm very much looking forward to this interview. Me too, yeah. <laughs> I've given the listeners a quick overview of PackHelp, but how did you yourself get into this wonderful world of e-commerce? Well, um, I started off as a, as a marketer. I was working in in a, in, an, in a few agencies. It was a PR agency. Then it was digital marketing. You know, I never got to 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 know e-commerce in in those um, let's say occupations. Um, and after I went to Canada for uh, for an exchange. I think my perspective kind of switched uh, and I wanted to try something completely different. And this thing became uh, this different angle was a startup. So I uh, so I applied to PackHelp. Uh, at that time, PackHelp was operating only in Poland and it was called Zapakuito. Um, and then, you know, it grew into, into what's now uh, one of the biggest companies in Poland among startups and and. and, and a very very interesting journey for me uh, yeah so so that's it was I, I i would say that it was just basically maybe not not by by accident but it was basically i i found the company i contacted uh the the the, the marketing uh, let's say the the marketing um the cmo of the company and it was a very quick uh very quick recruitment I remember that I just came to the office and we had a quick chat and that was it. I was I was on board. So so that's how it started. Nice. It must have been very cool being involved right from day one as the almost the first employee. It's very interesting to see how a company grows, a startup grows, because from you know, when you start in terms of marketing and, and I would say most uh, most business areas, uh, I would say that our marketing strategy was kind of you know, uh, guerrilla marketing, if you could, if you could call that, um, it's it's basically you know we were trying various things and it was just free people. So, uh, you know, I was I I had to do everything from social media marketing to you know content writing to uh, briefing designers and everything. So that was just a you know just about everything. Um, and then as the company grows you you find yourself in 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 more and more specific area and you understand that you know from from with with the with the growth of the company you also you also grow and become an expert in one field and you're not you're no longer a person who does everything you kind of see that that okay you you devote your time to just one area of business which is which is interesting to see and tend to 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 live through yeah Definitely. And at what point did PackHelp start selling uh, online, start the e-commerce side of the business? Was that part of the plan from day one or is it something that's evolved over the last few years? 
Um, it's well, that's a difficult question. Um, I think it was from day one. As as far as I remember, the the concept of of our founders was that um, it was actually their case. They were the 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 use case basically um, because they uh, they worked in in a mar- in a marketing agency and wanted to order some some you know bespoke packaging for one of their clients and. Um, they didn't. They didn't have the chance. They couldn't find uh, a solution that was that was quick. Uh, you know, working with um, with printing companies was uh, that was a really challenging experience, as, as far as I've heard, because the the you know nobody wanted to speak to them when when the when the order was below five hundred boxes. So so that's that's how they spotted uh, a place to 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 grow a business. That's basically. Online packaging, small um, for small companies, small you know one-time um, one-time orders, uh, and then we kind of grew into into you know from into a company that that works with both small e-commerce, small very small companies, one-man bands as to call them. And we also work with very big brands, and we 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 help them with their packaging supply chains, and and that's the currently that's that's huge part of our focus. And I often find if you if you build something for smaller businesses and do it really well, that the enterprise guys come along and go, "Oh, we want a bit of that as well." Yeah, I I, I think it's 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 true uh, because. I think that many, many new startups and many um, entrepreneurs who who dream about their own company they always um, they always feel that it's it's easier to work with the big guys because the big guys know what they want. The big guys have money, and and that's that's obviously where you want to be. You you want to work with people who who know their stuff, who know their area of expertise, and they have money to put on the table. But uh, it's very difficult to work with with People who you know they just have their side business, they uh, or they are, they they are not as experienced as big uh, big you know corporations. But and 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 then it's it's difficult, but also it's very satisfying because then it's it's fantastic to see, uh, and that's the case of many. Uh, customers of pack help um, that people write to us that you know packaging uh, became one of the core values that they have that their customers love the packaging that they that they use uh, and even we have cases when people write to us emails like hey guys we are just setting up the company we didn't make any sale yet but we wanted to to let you know that we ordered packaging and we are so excited and we are waiting for uh, for the boxes that you're making for us so that's uh, you know that's a huge responsibility, but also it's it's just you know it's just awesome to hear that. Certainly is, and um, you're we've always mentioned that you're based in Poland, but you sell all over the world, I believe. We don't uh, sell only in Poland, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we uh, we actually sell in the entire Europe. I think last year um, our focus was to grow in the UK, grow in Germany, uh, France, so the bigger bigger European markets. And uh, starting from this year, we also uh, we also opened, let's say, the the um, the doors to pack help for customers from the US, from Canada, and Australia. Wow! So true global uh, domination coming up soon. 
Yes, we are excited. Also, uh, also, you know, it's it's just it's just something that we are trying. So, I mean, like it, it's 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 just our bet that this is uh, these are very very interesting markets for us. But we are completely new to these markets, so we are only only learning, and we are eager to gain experience there. And what platform are you selling on? Is it is it a Shopify site? Were you able to put it on Magento, or have you had to create something completely bespoke because of the product? Uh, no, it's completely bespoke. It's not. Uh, it's not anything that that uh, that you, any of the of the popular tools uh, that 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 you've mentioned. It's 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 a bespoke. Um, it's a bespoke platform that we've built for our own purposes. And how many are there in the Pack Help team these days? Oh well, uh, I think you know when I started, it was sixteen people. Um, currently I believe it's, it's around 140, 130, something like that. Yeah. And are you doing everything in-house or are there key things which you outsource? We do not outsource, but we have, uh, we have plenty of people who work remotely, uh, mostly our content writers, because our, um, our website is, uh, available in seven languages in total. So every, every website every uh, linguistic version has its dedicated content manager plus obviously I'm, I'm i'm not talking about you know within the 120 30 40 i i i'm sorry i can't re- remember the, the exact number no no that's okay but, yeah but but in, i'm not i'm not including the the vendors you know the the network of vendors because that is an insanely big amount it's you know we have vendors all over the world so i honestly don't know how many people we collaborate with as um as with partners let's say as vendors who who work with us and those vendors i'm assuming kind of work with uh, the end user to input orders into your system would that be right Yes, I mean the vendors are basically producers of packaging, um, so so printing houses. Oh, okay. Yeah, so printing houses and and yeah. Oh, I got you. So so someone in America who places an order with Pack Help, their boxes don't get dispatched from Poland; they get dispatched from somewhere in the states. That depends. Uh, like the the way we the way we work and and why we have we have a network of of vendors is that we want to mitigate any kind of risk. Uh, in terms of production and and in terms of delivery as well, a basic example: if you if if all of our production would be would be uh, done in Poland, uh, shipping a thousand of boxes uh, to the US, or even even it would be more costly to to ship it to to Australia. So um, you know, talking about margins and talking about profitability it would be very difficult to to not to lose uh, money on that kind of shipment i would say so uh, so that's why we we decided that if we want to grow exponentially as a as a global brand let's say as a global marketplace for packaging it 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 has to be um, it has to be done along with the with the growth of of the network of our vendors Nice, makes perfect sense. And uh, you mentioned there, you know, about the the content team, and you know, you said earlier about how, with the mark, you know, being involved in all the marketing, then drilling down to to one area, and you're now very much involved in, in the content side of things. And that's something I wanted to to talk to you about because I think content is often overlooked in e-commerce as an area to invest in, which I think is crazy because your content does the does the job of the salesperson. So what what are the key kind of content areas for focus for you guys at the moment for getting those sales? 
Yes, I agree with you. That's a mistake that that many companies uh, make. You know that, that they overlook the the value of content. I think the, there are two reasons for that. First of all, uh, I remember even from my academic days uh, that that content marketing and and it's 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 never mentioned as something important for for new entrepreneurs and people who who are supposed to establish their companies and and second of of all um i believe that uh, it it that there aren't still many many good content creators uh and it's it's just difficult for for people for small brands to find trustworthy people to create this content in the first place. And and the third thing that came up to my mind is is something that we also struggle with is is actually measuring the the impact of brand awareness and content marketing, tying the dots, uh, you know, connecting them and trying to find, uh, okay, so what exactly was the result of this particular piece of content? Um, while, for example, if it's a blog, if it's an article, it's easy. You know, you just basically use the UTMs and you you see everything in the in your in your analytics. It gets pretty difficult when it comes to, I don't know, a campaign that you have and you create videos and you create all kinds of materials that you distribute in many, many ways, you know, in, in social media. And, and then you try to evaluate, okay, so what was exactly the, the impact of this, of this campaign? And, and I think that's the issue with content marketing is that many people just, just want to rely solely on data. We, we are like, I would say that Packhelp is a, data-driven company and but but let's say despite this this data-driven approach we know that some things are very difficult to measure and it's difficult for everyone in the world it doesn't matter if you're uh, in the uk and poland in the us it's just basically difficult to measure some some let's say how what kind of impression does a youtube video make and then what does it bring at the end of the day yeah, and it's very hard when you're trying to stack up the investment in content marketing versus investment in Facebook ads or Google ads because the, you know, it's so hard to compare them. But I want to come back to to kind of like your second point about the lack of good content creators. I think it's also a, I think what, what something which to my mind feeds into that challenge is the lack of people's ability to brief a content creator well, because it, it it's quite hard to understand how one piece of content is better than another piece of content. So I think often people fall down at the stage of working out what content they need and how to assess who they're hiring to create it. Absolutely 100% agree. I mean, like as a person who, uh, as, I, as, I, as I mentioned, like I went from uh, being a content writer and then I was creating blog articles and, and pieces of content dedicated for various uh, other channels like Pinterest and, and, and that sort of thing. I know how hard, I mean, I, that's, that's, that's true. Like I know how hard it is to brief someone to write a good article. That's the first thing. And the second of all, um, sometimes that was something that we struggled with for, for, for like, I would say, you know, uh, back in the days when we hired our content writers and everything was going smooth, great, until we realized that without buyer personas, without, without the right set of tools that, that kind of create an image of someone that we are writing to, we will not be able to, to create content that works, that converts. 
and that's something that that that's it's a, it's a huge challenge it's very difficult to to brief someone to write a good article because at the end of the day you don't always have the the the, the full control as a as a writer myself i also have a have a block of my own about about films and that's that's also my struggle like i i sometimes i think okay so i can see that this article and this article gets gets traffic but I don't know why people are there because you know for example it's it's it could be the case that that there is uh, one review is is having I don't know a thousand views 10 other reviews have 100 views and is it just the movie is it something that 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 that's in in this very popular review is it something else that's that's very difficult to to assess so would you say you know go back to the the, the customer avatar the customer persona. Would you say before anyone starts on their content marketing and investing in that part of it, they really need to have a good grip on who that customer they're talking to is? For sure. I mean, uh, in terms of like, I can see a lot of companies, a lot of business owners, they feel uh, they feel that having a blog basically like a blog and i hear that a lot even even when i talk to my friends who work in some other companies that are smaller and they're just starting and they ask me this question like hey kayatan do you think that we should have a blog and i i I always answer like okay yeah sure but but what's the what's the point of having a blog like what for for you for your company because at the end of the day you always you always have to know who is it for? Who's going to benefit from this kind of content? When you create something that's very detailed and and, and data driven, do you expect someone who who's got who's got a one man band and a very small small business on 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 his side? You know, apart from regular job, I don't think that something that's very very in depth and 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 data driven is going to convince him to buy. I would say that, okay, like you have to explain some things, you have to be more helpful, you have to be a partner in the discussion and and, and data-driven reports and all this kind of stuff works for people who, for example, have a bigger budget to juggle with and they are, um, and they, they, they need to see that, okay, these guys are serious. They, they, these guys know, know this industry in and out. Yeah, because it, it's, you know, if you're trying to sell fashion, then how to wear a dress Actually, I was going to say how to wear a dress is kind of unimportant. How to do up your dress is not a content you need. Exactly. But you might be giving people inspiring content of where to wear it, what to accessorize it with. Whereas for a company like Pack Help, a lot of I would imagine a lot of your content is around how to ways in which your products can help people sell more and also how to brief well, how to pick your your good packaging. Exactly. I mean, uh, it's and, and I, I can honestly say that this is uh, this is this is one of the things that we are uh, we are still working out. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, it's it's something that that you know the many of our customers uh, still have the 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 problem that they don't know which which uh, type of packaging will work well with their product and and uh, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create content uh, that that explains it as you say like for example if you if you are a fashion brand owner uh, we recommend this and this because this works for uh, retail or this works for trade fairs or this works for e-commerce so basically we are trying to I think that I would say that our our mission is to educate the customers well so they everything that they buy with pack help that's actually something that they can use and actually it helps them, right? So, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's the uh, it's that endless challenge, isn't it? Of what exactly is the content you need to create? And I guess that the one of the big problems with or big problems, big challenges with content over time is that as you you know solve the first couple of problems that the customers have got, or the first couple of things they want to know from you about, that then creates a whole host of other things you should be telling them about. And then as as you move and expand into different countries, as the customer type evolves, then the whole list it's it's like a never ending list of things we really need to create. Yeah, exactly. Like um, one of the one of the things that we we are learning now is. Um, we are pushing a lot, uh, a lot of effort into growing, um, growing our offer for uh, bigger companies, and trying to 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 find the let's say the the common language. And this is something that's challenging on my side as a content, as, as you know, as, as the, the the guy who takes care of content as well. Because we, at the end of the day, my responsibility is to is to know how they how to communicate these things and what should we tell them, and 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 that's why, for example, we are we're developing very detailed case studies with our customers. We jump on calls. We we talk how how for example packaging helps them decrease costs and everything because this is something that that you know when as as your company grows you you focus more and more on cost effectiveness and, and basically cost reduction and and this is how we are trying to to deliver the kind of content that they they want they expect from us. And when it comes to, I mean, sorry, actually, we, we've when it I was going to say when it comes to channel choice because we mentioned a number of different channels during the course of of today. We talked about uh, we mentioned Pinterest, we mentioned blogs, we mentioned some other things. How do you decide? Does it come like we need to put something in this channel, or is it we need to solve this problem for the customer? What would be the right channel, the right format to put it in? Is it content first or format and channel first? I suppose. Chloe, that's a very, very difficult question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's great. I mean, like that's that's uh, honestly, this is something that I'm thinking about every day. Uh, what goes first, and 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 how to approach it. Um, uh, you know, in 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 that's just my opinion. Um, it's it's I I, I think that uh, the 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 channels and contents should go side by side. So so for example, if Let's say, like my my um, current focus over the the last months was and is to to grow our LinkedIn channel, because because I believe that that you know B two B is is very strong. You know B two B marketing is very strong in LinkedIn, and and uh, we would like to have a better presence there. So so I started. I started with the with the channel, so I thought, okay, I think that this is my bet. My bet is that LinkedIn is gonna be fantastic for for getting leads and 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 growing our our content base and and finding new people who can who who we can help uh, with our with our solution with our product. Um, and then once I had this this channel, once I had LinkedIn. I was I started thinking okay so so what people are looking for on LinkedIn what's 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 the focus is it is it reports is it something is it is it growing is it is it uh is it management that was one of just one example of how how I tackled this this problem let's say and 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 I'm still tackling it E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. How are the leading D2C brands growing their businesses? 
They're using Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform chosen by over 30,000 global innovative online brands. Klaviyo believes in supporting growth, which is why they won't tie you into lengthy contracts, hidden setup or support fees, or feature-based pricing. With a platform that's both powerful and easy to use, it's no surprise so many brands have switched to Klaviyo. Looking for one more compelling reason? Brands switching to Klaviyo see an average of 62 times ROI on their investment. Ready to learn more? Visit klaviyo.com forward slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. With Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels even when working remotely. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll get access to special discounts and save up to 40% off USPS Priority Mail. Plus, for being an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started and a free £10 scale to ensure that you never overpay. So you can calculate the exact postage online, print from your PC, and avoid trips to the post office. Go to pb.com forward slash master plan to access this special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash m-a-s-t-e-r-p-l-a-n to experience savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Sempro Online from Pitney Bowes. It's time for the Top Tips Round. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Kayatan, are you ready for the Top Tips? Yes, yes, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. The book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? So two books, if I may. Uh, So one that came to my mind is uh, Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Um, simply because this is that was the first book that that I ever read about uh, startups and about you know establishing a business, the challenges that that are waiting there outside in the world for a for a new entrepreneur. And I think um, I think Peter Thiel is someone who established a, you know Palantir and 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 he invested in Facebook. I think that this is a person that you can listen to. And the second book uh, that came to my mind is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Obviously, it's a classic. I would I would recommend it because it's it's not it's not long. I think if you if you want to to grow your business, uh, at the end of the day, business is just maybe not war, but it's just basically competition and finding your place. And I think that, uh, you know, this book, The Art of War, it provides a lot of great examples of how military can be applied, like military strategies can be applied to e-commerce. Uh, for example, there is a chapter about maneuvering the army. And this is a fantastic and fantastic uh, analogy to to uh, entering new markets and what can you do to, to, you know, gather custom to, to gain customers, find your, your way to exist there. So these two books, I think they, they would be, they would be awesome. I would completely agree with you. Uh, the traffic top tip, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Let's say number one traffic generation tip. I would say that, um, what works for us is focusing on SEO and 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 working closely with tools such as Ahrefs and then uh, finding you know monitoring how how our perf- how our website performs. Uh, second of all, we have a huge um, like a very 
good strategy in terms of AdWords and 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 how we how we use you know paid marketing to support every every content that we have um and in terms of something that doesn't get the press it deserves um i would say that it's linkedin because because we we only started this thing and and it really brings cool results and from what i've seen uh not many e-commerce businesses really have their presence on linkedin and and uh, i can see that linkedin is is a platform where people are really open to talk about business and they um it's it's you know for example my impression is that facebook is super uh overpriced let's say and 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 you know both in terms of paid marketing and and, and social media marketing I, I i really feel that facebook is is basically going down and 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 there are some other things that you could uh that you could see as your as your you know uh traffic uh um generator and for e-commerce businesses, uh, judging from from many of our customers, Instagram, that's a fantastic source of of, of uh, you know traffic and leads and, and and customers. I love it, Kurtan. You're giving us so much great advice here. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, okay, the, the tool top tip: maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? Personally, I used to I used to use two uh, apps that I can recommend. One uh, is Snipply. Um, that's just that's just something that you you can use if you want to share someone else's article and you don't want to uh, lose the opportunity to get people uh, to your website. It creates a small widget that appears on someone else's website. So, for example, you take an article uh, and you share it on your on your um, social media channels. Uh, but when someone clicks on this article uh, and the link is made with Snipply, the reader will see a small widget that says, hey, by the way, there is something that you want to check out or something like if you need something, in our case, custom packaging, click here. And it brings people to your website. Um, second thing is Buffer because it's it's very easy to 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 you know use and and organize all the all the social media in one place uh and in terms of uh, in terms of other tools like let's say the 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 management of tasks and everything for me the obvious winner is asana we've been using asana for a long time and i believe that uh if i was ever to suggest something recommend a tool for team collaboration Asana is definitely my first pick. Excellent. Yeah, more good good advice. I'm always amazed how few people seem to know about Snipply because it's just such a powerful thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. Um the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1000, what would be your number one tip for them? I would say referrals. Because for for e-commerce businesses, and that's that's something that I've learned after reading a lot about Airbnb, Uber, and and these these bigger companies that grew exponentially. Uh, Uber basically used referrals. Like if you if you if you have um, the kind of social proof and you gain trust of your customers, and and you are able to kind of convert your customers into your marketing channel. I know that sounds terrible, but but the, the, I think the idea is there. Like if you if if your customers are so happy with your product that they want to recommend it and they want to say, hey, 
Like, this is awesome. I bought it. I think this is a great service. This is a great product. Or, or you, you are able to, to, to convince them otherwise. Like you basically share some discounts and that sort of thing for an e-commerce business. I think that that should work really well. And, 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 uh, if someone, if someone is really ready to spend a lot of time optimizing website and developing a content strategy, if you really find the way, uh, the sweet spot for your content, I also believe that that, that growing um, growing from 100 to 1,000 is possible, but it's going to be more difficult. Uh, Kayatan, you've given us so many good answers today, um, and it's been really cool getting into the world of content with you. But before we say goodbye, could you let the listeners know where they can find you and Pack help on the web and social media, please? Of course. So um, if you would like to uh, visit our website, this is www.packhelp.com. Um, and Packhelp, there's no hyphen, anything. It's just www.packhelp.com. In terms of social media, we are present in Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Pinterest. You can find us there. Just basically type in Pack Help, and then you'll see a, um, a small uh, blue logo, uh, and that's that's how you can you can see us. And uh, if you would like to to talk to me directly, if you would like to to get some get some tips and on regarding packaging industry or, or marketing, uh, I'm I'm very happy to to talk to you. So it's best to reach to me uh, via LinkedIn. So I know my name is quite difficult for some listeners. So my name is Kayetan Vizhukovsky. Uh, and if you manage to to, 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 to write it uh, and find me on LinkedIn, then, then I'm, I'm happy to connect and talk. And we'll put uh, Kayatan's, uh, the spelling, which, hey, I'm struggling with it too. Uh, we'll put the spelling <laughs> of your name in the Fantastic. show notes, put the link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes. And those of you who are currently listening via an app, you should have his name and the correct spelling of it pretty clear <laughs> in front of you on your mobile, I hope. Um, and I believe, Kayatan, you've got a discount code uh, for the listeners if they want to try out Pack Help and, you know, and up the standard of their packaging. Yes. Um, so if you if you would like to to uh, you know if you need custom packaging and you would like to try uh, try working with us, uh, we have a special discount. As usual, I as as far as Chloe, you told me you always use the discount code Master Plan, and this is exactly what you have to use. So if you go to our website, you choose the packaging that you would like to order. Just basically use the the discount code Master Plan. Uh, at the checkout and you will have a 10% discount on your order. And I believe that's that's valid for just the next two weeks, isn't it, from this podcast? Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. So you go, guys, act fast. Um, love a bit of urgency. Always good to deploy the urgency. Uh, Kaidan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been very cool catching up with you. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, that was fun to be here and to share some some tips and and, and and some kind of expertise and and yeah and I hope to to talk to you soon and and keep in touch. So lots of insight in how to get on with your content marketing there, how to build that content strategy. So you're thinking about the problems that the customer has, being really clear on that customer avatar or customer persona, whichever one you want to call it, it's fine by me. And also then really understanding which channel is going to work for you and what format that content should be in. Quite a few really interesting tips there from Kaitan too. Um, loved his top tips answers. 
If you haven't tried Snipply, do go and try it. S-N-I-P.L-Y if you've not come across it before. Uh, now, you can get all the links, including the one to Snipply, and details of that great offer, which Kaitan um, uh, shared with us, at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Uh, there you will find a link to this episode where all that great detail will be, including the link to him on LinkedIn and all the correct spellings as well, because I'm not even going to try. I'm very impressed I managed to pronounce um, Kaitan's name. I'm not going to try and spell it for you. So you'll have to go to the show notes for that, which is ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. And if you're enjoying the e-commerce Masterman podcast, please do share it with your e-commerce friends, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, over a coffee, over a pint. Uh, maybe we'll get together, listen to it on a Zoom call or something. Whatever you want to do is fine by me, but please do spread the word because the more people who listen to this, the more people we can help. I hope you have a great week. Keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.